Hey, 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 it's MMA and Beyond. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you so much for all your positive feedback. We missed you last week. Happy to be back. Thank you for giving us a five-star rating on iTunes. So much happening. Ray, welcome back, sir. Man, it's good to be back. What a weekend you had. Oof, uh. <laughs> you, go, you go anywhere fun? Yeah, I was in the uh, lovely Oklahoma. The booming Shawnee, metropolis. Yeah, Shawnee, Oklahoma for uh, Mizuki's fight, but great fight. Invicta put on a great show. Uh, I thought everything was, it was run great. I met a lot of met a lot of great people that I never met before, and it was uh, it ended up being a great weekend. I ran to an old buddy of mine who was uh, Navy SEAL living down there. I haven't seen him in twenty years. Shout out to Yui uh, Mullaney, great guy. Man, catching up with him was insane. I got you know I got to put a couple of posts up. I just like again I just got back, but. Uh, that was a that was a mad hatter back in the day. Well, you, I'm, you, I'm, I'm you don't not ever sure stop being a Navy yeah, SEAL. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure he's changed at this <laughs> point, you know. But uh, but yeah, and Mizuki did great, so it was a great week, and I got to catch up with an old friend, and Mizuki won, and I thought she, you know, pitched a shutout against a, a veteran of the UFC, so I think she knows where she's at right now, and she'll only get better and better because she's a great listener. Um, Coach, very coachable. Very coachable, She's calm as a cucumber. Work uh, ethic, you yeah. always hear I this. think I high-fived her in between rounds because there was nothing <laughs> else to do. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. plus, plus, she doesn't know what the hell I'm talking about anyway, but uh, no, she 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 gets it, even at that uh, thing. And uh, I think the joke of the whole thing was, you know, I was telling people, you know, even at the weigh-in, she missed weight by 0.4, which is... I'm going to tell you something. If she could have committed Harry Carey, Harry Carey, was what's that called? Oh, Harry, Harry, Harry Carey. And she would have. I mean, distraught. And I, I can't even console her because, you know. But at the last minute of the trip, the interpreter went to Argentina with Suzaki. So I'm like, hey, he said, I'm going to try to find you somebody, but he didn't. So there was no communication. If there was, she would have definitely made way. She really tried. You know, it was the last uh way in for so if they would have given her 10 minutes she would have definitely made it she had energy it wasn't that it was just a miscalculation but to show you what a sweetheart she is and you know we've had this weight thing you know but point sure. four so it's not the end of the world right. you know but she took the time to write a speech in english and she gave that speech after the win and i mean i think it was a standing ovation the whole place was clapping there's a person that missed weight but the sincerity and you know just the way she delivered that the apology the apology that she issued to her opponent was second to none and i i will bet my life she will never ever miss weight again like she was really really hurt over it you know it wasn't shenanigans but and i'm saying if the interpreter was there not not that it's anybody's fault but i think we would have been able right. to maneuver get her you know get her out of the tub and let her hit and I think it made a big difference during the fight when you found the interpreter yeah. for her too, and right. she was moving around like Frankie Edgar. She looked great during right. the fight. Right. So, so the big joke was before at the weigh-in that you know I was going to use. Somebody said download Google Translate. That's how <laughs> I was, I'm going to be the first guy in the corner using Google <laughs> Translate. But when we arrived to the arena, and it was a guy, Stephen. He was from Oregon. I got to get his last name. But a shout out to this guy. What a great guy. He had a girl fighting a third third fight. Um, he was Japanese. He was a sweetheart. And he said, I heard you looking for somebody. I go, you speak Japanese? And I think that was the game changer. He was he was perfect in the corner, very respectful. I, he's an honorary Serralongo member at this point. Wow. You know, but, yeah, good guy. He really saved the day. And, again, if I tell you 
polite and just, you know, you, you could see at the end, I said, you got to go in when she gives the speech to interpret. He did like a Ralph Cramden. Humna, 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 humna. <laughs> and you could see when he's in there, like he was just so, just a great guy. Well, I mean, I, it, it, that's a big stage for him. Yeah, yeah, it was I'm just sure. a great, I mean, I look, he, he saved the day. So shout out to you, Stephen. I got to get your last name and I'll hopefully do a better job next week. But uh, yeah, it was great, <laughs> great, great stuff. You know, it was really, she was, she was perfect, man. Really good, good stage for her. Good for her because yeah. you you see how much how much time she puts in, how much effort she puts in, and and she seems to always be in a good mood, even though you you know some of those workouts that that uh, Fight Shape puts her through are grueling, yeah. and so shout out to uh, Fight Shape also. Uh, so you mentioned uh, UFC Argentina, right? Yeah, we got a. Man, I was I was rooting for Suzuki off yeah. my couch, half delirious, but uh, it looked like he started out great. You know, he was in a good position on top, and I think he made one error. He gave up his back against a guy that's known for his, you know, rear naked choke, and, you know, that was it. But uh, he came out guns blazing, and, uh, you know, for the short time the fight last, I thought he looked good, and I, my heart goes out to that guy because he's another great guy that um uh, hopefully he'll grow from that fight and he could definitely make a lot of adjustments off of it but and pats off the pantoja who's ranked number nine and he's good where those guys are going to be fighting six months from now nobody knows nobody knows you nah. just gotta wait and see so wait and see uh, it's uh it's it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with with that division did you see uh santiago ponzinubio neo magni great fight for ponzinubio Great fight. Uh, aggressive, cut off the ring, constant pressure. I thought it was a, was a great, great, great fight for him against a real tough, durable uh, Neil Magny. Uh, and I think he earned a title shot. I think he's won his last bunch of fights, and I think he that's the way it should be. I think he right. definitely deserves a shot at that title. I don't care politics-wise or whatever, but uh, he's on a roll, and he, he deserves it. It's it's going to be interesting to just see what the whole model of again of UFC just MMA in general where we again seem to have this conflict between what should be as right. you just said and what actually is numbers and puts yeah, well, it's and like puts it's, those it's in what's going to sell against yeah. who deserves it. That, it that's the that's the competition right now exactly that I mean especially you're looking at UFC 230 Cormier uh, versus Lewis. Estimated pay per view bias of two hundred and fifty. Wow, yeah, it's awful. So I'm going to say that that's not really, yeah, that's not fantastic. And, and and when you have people who, what what's interesting about this entertainment model because it's, it's the needle movers aren't necessarily the people who get the most attention. You can you can bet that a, a Cormier Lewis. Lewis just picked up what they say half a million followers or fans right, or whatever right, right. in a day. So that Cormier, for endless over. conversations. It's yeah. always fun to boo him, to cheer yeah. him, Olympian, all that. None of that translated into pay per view buys. It's going to be interesting. Just in general, I did see a little a little something on here as we talk as as I would usually be quick to push the entertainment model. However, at the same time, I, I read that. There's a special, you know, at the holidays coming up, Ray. Oh, holidays coming up, and 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 everyone knows that after Thanksgiving, after those pleasant meals with your extended family, um, 
the next day is Black Friday where things go on sale, oh, right? Wow. They go on sale and people celebra- celebrate. In, uh, in particular, I happen to sale? notice that one of the things going on sale on Black Friday, f- half price sale to be exact, yeah. 50% off is the pay-per-view of Chuck Liddell versus Tito Ortiz. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. wow. Ouch. Oh, hello, man. Johnny. Hello, <laughs> Johnny. Oh, man, that's not good. Happy what do you, what do holidays. You, what do you think about that, Ed? Oh, Johnny, I don't, I don't know. But, uh, oh, man. 50% that, off. Wow, that's look at that. Thanks to a special Black Friday sale. So what is it down to? 19? It's down to $20. I'm going to buy it now. You? You're in. Black I'm Friday gonna, sale. I'm going to wait for the 50%, 50% I'm in, off. I'm in, I'm in for 20. <laughs> Black Friday sale. 20 simoleons. <laughs> for Golden Boy MMA shekels. on fight.tv. Wow. That's fight, F-I-T-E. That Delahoy is a freaking genius, man. <laughs> he knows how to capitalize on Black Friday. So. He, he sure did. So let's see. So the cable company will take half of the 20. So they're down to $10 a buy. I say don't even come close to Logan Paul what he did. Oh no! Unless no they, way. that's what they should do. Move it to YouTube. Yeah, they should move it to YouTube. Logan Paul, and and KSI. That was the the fight that that they made eleven million dollars each or whatever. They're actually talking. It was so good. They're talking about a rematch, and having that rematch in either the Staples Center or Madison wow, Square Garden. Look at that. Because it was look just so that. lucrative for that. that. Meanwhile, and I think. On the other Look, hand, I think we're having that's a 50% where we're heading. Here's, here's the other thing I like to say uh, that we could have talked about last week if uh, if I was here. But it's even like what we're doing with the Black Friday, and you know, we are laughing about it, but we're kind of killing ourselves. You know what I mean? It's almost like you know the, that flyweight division getting eliminated is really. It's really heartbreaking, man, because, number one, those guys are good. And, again, that, it's like corporate America. They don't have a job, those guys. You know, so all of a sudden, I Quint is not looking too stupid being a real estate agent. Well, I, I was just talking you know to I'm Al saying? about yeah. that the other day. I said, listen, you were, you were trend-setting. Yeah. At the time, people were like, oh, what are you kidding? And even to this day, you know, it's Connor took a smack at him with the, you know, you lost your real estate agent but, but or you beat a real estate agent. But, actually, that was a really smart move. Because the the one the, the that division getting eliminated, not only do they not have a job, that's that's a huge point for they don't have a platform in our part of the world. Yeah, it right. It seems like they might have a platform on on say one championship. However, um, and I would have done this last week also, but <laughs> I read the financials and I was going to send it to you. Oh wow, what a the financials of one championship because it was a lot of language that you would know right, really right, well. Right. A lot of um, uh, what what might be called fuckery oh, wow. on the way that those millions are doing done. Definitely something I, as we have said is as you sign with a certain type of platform, you count all of their things. Right, so if right. I if I'm able to put myself on NBC 25, right. I get to say NBC is right, available right, right, to right. 10 million people. Right. So. Um, that kind of yeah, stuff to it. I don't think you're fooling just, anybody with that it stuff. It seems like man. more and more of these organizations are are shifting more to that silicon that new silicon valley model which is that you're not really building an organization to stay, you're building it for the cash grab and you're, whoever you're working for, who cares? Instead of getting um sponsors and instead of that, 
you're trying to find as many investors as you can. Exactly. And the investor, let them think they're getting in on the ground floor. That seems but to that, be that, the business that, that model. Could, that could even border on illegal at this point. I would, I would think you that. Know. I, I would think I mean, that it's the, the language between, there. Yeah, it's what's so the they're like, we're available to yeah. 100,000 uh, right. homes or whatever. It isn't yeah. a lie, yeah, exactly. but you're not going to mention again, that 16 people. Like, right, the right. people in the know, they're not going for that. But, but if you're they're investing, not. you would think that you would do your due diligence. Yeah, you would do your due diligence. but a lot of money. So it would be interesting to see where the lighter fighters can go. One is a place for them to go. And maybe they are going to have a a successful several years and become really, really lucrative, I think. That's possible. But again, I think, you know, my point was, excuse me for a second, Doc, but I think my point is like, you know, we want to bash Dana White, but he's made a lot of people money. At the end of the day, we could say whatever we want, but a lot of people have made money. Yeah, they had a whole industry. I mean, so that's where it gets tricky because now these guys, they get a pink slip before Christmas, which I'm sure that's when it's going to become public because everybody likes bad news before Christmas. Sure. But, you know, cor- <laughs> corporately, that's what happens. You know, they don't let it drag into the new year. They want to start the new year off with their budgets and yeah. get rid of everybody. But, um, you know, that's not funny, man. You know, these guys, you know, they weren't making a lot of money. You know, no. so it wasn't. I don't think they're saving money, so I I don't know. But that's why my advice to people now is have a backup plan. Like I'm not even joking. You're not you're not going to get rich at this point. Uh, have a backup plan. Well, it, it's it's just a, it's just as that as as you people would think that it's very lucrative because it has so much. Um, uh, because it is on TV. Right, well, and has that's all those the names, that's but, the key. Is that Somebody you sees you is. on TV, you're a millionaire. Yeah. And I had one line and Kevin can wait. I must be a gazillionaire. <laughs> I was on TV, you know, right. but you know what the reality is. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, we go through this with, you know, you're the doctor to the New York Jets. Yeah, guess what? That costs you about a couple hundred grand a year <laughs> to be the doctor. Because, <laughs> right. I mean, like, but you think, well, I got to Right. You know, at, you know, if I hear another, who's the doctor for the. Jets are the Giants. It seems like everybody is at this point. But, <laughs> yeah. but it costs them money. It, it's not as glamorous as what people think. I sure. think that's the point. And, Definitely. And I think you're right. TV, you know, relatives. Oh, my, oh my God. You did a movie? You did a movie? Yeah, no. Yeah, I made right. like $740. Right, and it cost me 2000 to promote it. Right, and I think the mistake is that there are people that are so driven by – any accolade they get, accolade they get from their anybody, yes. that they'll take the 740 for the whole freaking year. Like, 100%. I mean, like. And that was one of the the points that I, Quinta, yeah, would make well, in that when he was, you know, first in tweet battles, he'd say, hey, listen, you guys are, are, are putting up with this, not me. I'm not. You guys want to fight for that and comp- yeah, continue to be used? Go ahead. But. I don't don't yeah. get mad at me yeah. for not doing it. Right, that first movie that I did, there was a guy uh, from Boston. I think his name was Damian DePaulo. Really good guy, but he has a couple of restaurants, a couple of nice restaurants in the in the city of Boston. And you know, he said, "Man, this is great." You know, he comes out, he gets a week away. You know, it's not for the money. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? A week or two, and he's had some decent roles too. But he's got the restaurants. You know what I mean? I almost equate it to Mark Henry. He's got those that pizza parlor does really well. It's not just a you know <laughs> right. like it's, uh, he does really well, but that affords him 
the option to really put his heart into the other thing too, you know. So it, it's it's the truth, and this, and and that that one hundred twenty five pound division, you know, you have T J Dillashaw about to uh, uh to yeah, fight uh, nobody. What, Gudo what, and does he, anybody uh, understand what the hell's going I on? I was here? just going to ask Dillashaw. You, you said sense. the UFC is paying me an f load of money to move down and kill the one hundred twenty five pound division. Literally that, or figuratively, <laughs> maybe both, <laughs> maybe both. But uh, you know, and of course, catching some heat from fellow fighters, like, "Hey, man, we're fighters. Why yeah. would you be happy?" Well, that's what right. I'm saying. Exactly. Everybody's got to get their thoughts in order because none of this is funny. And the next thing you know, they eliminate the 135. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't know. I mean, well, now, those are all. prevent these guys from being creative and branching out and doing what Logan did? For example, take that whole division. And well, I mean, they're under contract. That's the first thing. No, but thing if once they no, but I'm saying yeah. if they cut the division at that point. If they cut the division, you have to see what what's in their contract as far as a for like a do not compete or something oh. like that. For as far as that I goes. don't think that's going to be the problem. I think the problem is more how you know. How are they, they don't gonna, have they, that popularity. Yeah, they don't have yeah. right. How are they going to get Paul that YouTube? You know, right. that extremely took, popular. Exactly. So having some uh, that I would see, I like mean, you need eight million followers to get eight hundred thousand pay per views right. or something like that. Something and like again, that. it's that counterculture that really wants to get behind those guys. You know what I'm saying? They don't. They're not into the big show. Right. They don't want to see you know Dana White make money. They want these guys to be able to you know, make the money and, you know, do it on YouTube, cut out everybody, cut out everybody right. who's like big business. Because at that point, you're supporting your fighter as opposed to supporting an organization. So right. people will, will say now, oh, I buy all UFC pay-per-views as opposed to they say, I buy all XYZ fighter pay-per-views. You know, that's not necessarily true. But to follow an, an individual on YouTube, that's why those, you know, if you're a new fighter, you know, especially in this industry, if you're if you're a new fighter, you instantly start branding yourself. It, it, it instantly start branding oh, yeah, yourself, you and like to, Ray saying, you know, you know, have. But then if you have do something too, else, if you do it too soon, people take offense to that. Like, hey, dude, you have one fight, and you're doing that. You know, so it's a it's a weird balance it's, for these guys. What I liked years ago, somebody came up with something that never took off. But I don't know why, but it was uh, something set up uh, on like social media where. If you like the fight, you tip the fighter. Yeah, I remember and, that. It was like I a, it was like a I, I thought it was a great idea yes. because, you know what, if these guys aren't making money and they don't get fired at night, how many times I thought Al was going to get it, he didn't get it. Maybe he makes that up with people saying, oh, Maybe I, people are like, oh, you were yeah, robbed, buddy. Exactly, Here's 20 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Here's, yeah, yeah, that adds up, man. So I think that I, is I'd great. actually it's like to idea. see that because then the people speak. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I wonder what happened. I remember hearing that in podcasts years ago. That was that no, was. No, they started great. it. It was out for maybe a couple of months. I, I'm I'm assuming somebody shut that somebody down. Somebody shut it down. Yeah. But I I don't think that people realize how little some fighters get. And and it's happened not just in this in boxing. Boxing gets credit for having these a lot of big uh, prize money fights. But at the same time, most boxers, even the popular ones, the 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 Edwin Rosarios of the of the boxing world, who were popular oh, yeah. and great. He he was you know he was fighting until just about, about his death. Oh wow! That guy because he again it wasn't uh, it wasn't uh, uh, that thing. Go ahead, my brother. On it. You on it. I'm doing on it promo. Oh, well, Ray steps away for a second. That and and thank you on it. 
Uh, by the way, anyone who uses on it, you want to save 10%. Make sure you use our promo code MMA Beyond. On it, of course, is a health and fitness juggernaut dedicated to delivering total human optimization to its vast customer base of athletes, thinkers, fitness gurus, and entrepreneurs. Through a wide array of products and supplements, Onnit combines cutting-edge science, earth-grown nutrients, and time-tested strategies to help people reach peak performance. Whether you are climbing mountains, biking down them, building businesses, or closing sales, chasing personal records in the... You guys put chasing PRs and see how I quickly turn that into personal records in my mind. Reflections of a cat and the speed of a mongoose. Or you're chasing personal records in the weight room or running a marathon. On it is the brand you want in your back pocket. I use On it. I use the total strength and performance. I use the Alpha Brand. Do you? Yeah, it's great. Use it in airports and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I like the total strength and performance. I do feel, I do feel uh, a difference that I use it. Um, and so, yeah, everyone else who listen, they have food. They have supplements. They have performance stuff, nutrients. They have like it's a whole lifestyle. Have you ever seen oh, their the website? Whole thing, yeah. It's they have a great blog too. If you want to just read some stuff and then pick up some of the supplements. It's like what's in the blog? Like uh, um, like tips for working out or you oh, know optimizing cool. your life is like their big thing. And then they have a ton of supplements and even um, they even have like food boxes now too. You can get keto. Do they boxes. have that nerdy ass hat you're wearing? What's wrong with my hat? <laughs> I'm just wondering. What's wrong I'm just with my curious hat? about your hat. That's all. <laughs> that's why well, you gotta hate my head. It's freezing. Because you're an adult with a big ball on your head. It's a. It's a you got a pom pom. I want to know. Christmas. Is it still it's called a pom pom? It's a pom hat. It's a pom pom. And they're very in right now. Are they? They are. Is it on on it also? Did you get? You know what? I bet it is on it. Is it on pom pom it? You got a pom pom on your head, sir. Yeah, pointing that out. I have like three of these. But for anyone else. Who isn't sure about the pom pom, but definitely wants to have some uh, uh, some great products from Onnit? Uh, check out Onnit.com/slash/mma-beyond. That's Onnit.com/slash/mma-beyond. And if you're already on Onnit, listen, save ten percent. It's the holidays. Save, save. And they do not have a palm hat. Of course they don't. I was kidding. Nobody has that. There's one person who has that. It's you. It's a lot of people. You're an adult with a pom-pom on your head. How embarrassing. Boy, that's a pom-pom on your head. Remember that? What was that? Saving Saving Arizona when the guy robbed the bank and he had the stocking over his head and the old guy stops him and goes, boy, that's a panty on your head. Oh, Anybody Pro- with me on this? Promo code MMA Beyond, uh, and thanks. So, so we're talking about about what what 2019 might actually bring for MMA and stuff. Now, UFC moves to ESPN. I'm right. not sure what the relationship with uh, um, with uh, ESPN Plus and how it correlates to. UFC TV or Fight Pass? Do you know how that is? Because I, I know no like idea. some pre prelims will be on ESPN Plus, but will they also be on Fight Pass? I don't know. Uh, there's a, too many things. Sounds like a recipe for disease. Yeah, there's so. too many things. I, I think people aren't going to pay for the prelims. To be honest with you, if that's if they they're going to look to try to get people to pay for. I'm those. not sure if it's it, it, well, it's an app. EF, ESPN Plus is an app. Right. That's like what Hawani show on with with the uh, with Chael Sonnen. It's an app, so you have to pay for that, like you pay for Fight Pass, like you pay for 
Dazen, Dazon. Dazon. Yeah. Uh, so it's like everyone's kind of, you know, Netflix started it, Hulu caught on, and now everyone's doing like their own little, uh, their own little pay for this, and and we'll uh, and we'll give you all these fights. So I'm not sure how what that relationship is going to be with. Uh, ESPN. I feel like it's going to be super helpful to UFC as a business, not necessarily so helpful to the fighters. Uh, but again, that's that seems to be that model. Yeah. I think that it, it will be interesting to see uh, how these other leagues do in 2019. The 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 PFL uh, are they close to? Did they hand somebody a million dollars already? No, I think the last show's uh, on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Right? Oh, it's on New Year's Eve. All right. So yeah. so far they're they're still. Up and running and looking good yeah. to hand somebody a million dollars or uh, several people a million dollars. Seems to be that way. It wow. seems like that. We'll wait and see. I'll a lot, wait of, skept- and see. I mean, a lot be, of skeptics out there, uh, though, for uh, sure. Imagine it works and it, and, it, and it works. And and after a couple of years or a few years, they do get out of the red and into the black. I mean, that could be tremendous for uh, for fighters if it stays that way. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's get some odds on that. <laughs> Good John Anik. Yeah. John Anik we'll probably Anik already has, has it. Anik has any odds on that? I, I can't see that happening. I mean, it's, uh, I don't even know. What What happens? Like the plus of starting a business and getting, uh, you know, in the tens of millions of dollars in in startup investment money, that's a plus for that first year, second year. And then you start having to pay some of that back, back. Yeah. and that's where businesses crash and burn. Yeah. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see how they deal with uh, with the with the payback. They uh, have some really talented people that they brought in. I know some some people who've been very involved on high end in sports and other fields. So it'll be interesting because they're looking for that long term. They're looking for the long term. They're trying to. T- they're they're being smart about uh, about optics. Yes. It'll be interesting to see how how it translates to actual people watching and mm-hmm. and how that that does ha- is for numbers as far as monetary yeah, I, yeah i'm not i'm not seeing anything and there are like doc said there are people you know some pretty big corporate people but i, I don't know you know what happens when you work for a corporation or a vice president you're like it's it's not your money you get paid a lot of money but you don't really like i'm sure there's people making money but where it's that not money's all real though either. Yeah, but that's so. the problem. Where that money's coming from and how they're going to sustain it, I don't think anybody could be looking at that because yeah. unless I'm missing something, it's well. Like one of the things I was reading about, I, I want to say it was one where they do uh, the barter system and where and where so like they'd say, okay, so we hired X Y Z, and they're going to barter uh, five million dollars worth of of uh, advertising, right? So we're gonna. Do that is we're going to barter that, but on their financials they'll say we had five million dollars and we spent five million dollars. So they they break even, right. so they're not lying. But at the same time you're you're acting like you picked up five million dollars. And if they're bartering with a with a media company, they get to say, oh, we're we're on this media platform, even though no there's no money actually exchanging hands and there's no guarantees that you'll be on this platform. But because you've made an agreement with them and bartered. Then you can use their numbers, and they can. It's it's a very it's really interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic. It's kind of everyone gets to gets to write this in their books, but we don't know if yeah, it's actually I mean, going to work. Heck, like again, where is that getting anybody? Anybody that 
can analyze a financial statement is ripping right through that crap. A hundred percent. You know, that, that's the problem. And again, I well, they get certain look, people, but want, how many do we they We want act? competition. So we want these guys to We want succeed. biggest platform where yeah, our fighters to, to fight and be paid. I don't paid. know what the hell's going on at this point. And I, I mean, honestly, to get into this business as an investor, you almost have to have something wrong with you. Well, because, because you're you're in this business as a, as so, someone who's loved this business as far as promotions yeah, and, I, and, and I that, I you see the challenge. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's not easy, you know. So I don't know, but I'm really pulling for these guys to succeed. It's of course, just, I just I'm not. I don't get it. And like again, they could do all the things with the bartering and this and that, but at the end end of the day, Price Waterhouse comes in to audit them. They they're ripping right through that crap. This yeah. they don't even you know. I mean, who knows if it's even proper accounting to do that, you know? So it it would, it would be interesting to see how how uh, all of this happens. I mean, they're private companies, so we never get to really see what's going on, you know. But whatever. But we definitely want more fights. Did yeah. you see the Yair Rodriguez, uh, um, Korean zombie fight? I did see the fight. No, well, I'm the elbow. Say, yeah, I I missed the end of it, but I did see it on replay. Crazy. You can't, you can't yeah. write. You, you, that's what a movie ending would be. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. And he and he went for that. He went for that uh, that kind of blind elbow, <laughs> but he it seemed to be a technique that he would that he would try out. And he tried out a couple times in the fight. Yeah, I for some reason I don't know where the heck I was, but I uh, passed out there. <laughs> <laughs> but he, you have had yeah. an exhausting few months. Yeah, I don't and, know why, but you know. Absolutely exhausting few months. Donald Cerrone, of course, beats Mike Perry instantly. Wants saw. to fight yeah. Conor McGregor. Uh, they they have at each other a little bit on social media, and Dana White says the Conor McGregor Cowboy Cerrone it, stuff talks of a fight are absolutely not true. But why why would that be? I don't know. So they're happening next month. Well, so that means it's happening next month. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> right, they know I did. Women will never yeah. have a division in the UFC. <laughs> until the main and, event and until Conor McGregor, it was their uh, their most popular fighter. Let's do some feedback. Feedbacks at MMAandBeyond.com. That's MMAandBeyond.com. Uh, Chris Davern sends Feel the Love. He writes, massive fan of Sarah Longo and love the podcast. Listen, every episode from London in the UK Always support your fighters. Ray Longo is a class act. He's Ooh. the man. Ouch. Hey, Chris, Chris, I <laughs> do feel the love. The I feel the love, buddy. Thanks, man. From across the pond. Yeah, really love it. Thank you very much. That's great. To listen To listen uh, from London, that means that when they watch UFCs, it's like 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning. Nice. So <laughs> you got to be a fan. You got to be a fan uh, to watch. And, and Wow. That's a, that's an awesome. Yeah, again, again, really, thank you very much. I always appreciate those uh, comments. Peter S. Rise, did you guys hear what Bisbing said about Weidman on his show? I thought he gave some solid advice. Wishing nothing but the best for Chris, and hope we could see him rise to the top again. I didn't hear it. Did you? I heard it. Yeah, I thought it was spot on. I thought it was good. I, you know, I I, I always like Bisbing, and you know, he said he prefaced it. Look, me and Chris have went back and forth, and. But he still thought he was winning that fight. He was cheering for him, and he just got caught. And his thing was really not to change anything. You're fighting the top of the top. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. But I thought he did a great job on breaking that down. And, and I agree with him, man. Uh, 
You know, I thought he was. He I was, think that was the consensus. Yeah, I think that was the consensus. You know, um, I think Florian said maybe switch up the sparring partners. You know, but you know, I, Bisbing. I think I, I agreed with Bisbing a hundred percent. I think that was it. He said, "Look, he's in the right spot. Everybody, you know, me and Matt know the game. It's not that." Um, but you know, these guys are all now fighting top guys. I mean, this is the elite. not right. You know, so, you know, and, and again, he was winning that fight, you know, so it is what it is, man. But, uh, what would, when you say Kenny Florian said to switch up sparring partners, well, what would be the I, advantage of that? I think just to get new looks and maybe you become stale with who you, you know, you just, I, I get it. You know, yeah. that's not a bad, wasn't a bad you, thing. He was basically with exactly what I think Bisbing, he was in agreement, but he thought maybe, you know, switch up that. And we do use, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Kenny yeah. Florian's a genius for that kind yeah. of stuff. I'm but like, again, the... doing what we're doing, he was looking good. You know, I mean, he took down Masasi probably five times in the first round. I mean, he's. I don't know what where where would what the problem is, but you know, and that fight was a obviously was a clusterfuck with the instant replay. And he got kneed in the head, and his hand was on the floor. His pinky wasn't touching, you know. So right, it was it's really... hard to even draw any conclusions because then they it was just, it was mass confusion, you know. what I mean that day, and then he said whatever he said, and they stopped the fight. But I I don't know, but I think he's. I, I, I agree with Bisbing. So I agree with you, Peter Ress. I, I thought Bisbing was spot on. And I love the way he prefaced it. It's not like, you know, I like the guy. You know, we've had our differences. But I, I think Bisbing, Bisbing, to me, is a straight shooter. You know what you're getting with that guy. And he's he's just a good dude. Yeah, and he, he seems to, to want what's best for the industry as well. Yeah. I think, and he was smart about it. He, he says that he was smart about his money. And he also is open about saying, "I made more. I make more than most. Right, I right, made right. more than most, and I was smart with it." And I think that that's uh, more fighters should. I don't know that a fighters' union seems to be ever uh, coming to fruition. Uh, it doesn't seem like they. It looks they, like that's been able that's to. Ship yeah. Has sailed. Yeah, and so at least if some fighters would would give proper advice and 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 help each other out. And that would be uh, fantastic. You no, know, just a word. And another thing, I don't know if we ever mentioned it on the podcast, but when me and Matt were in Moscow for a Marab's fight, we go up uh, up to like it was like bar on the rooftop of the hotel. Who do we see? Bisbing's father. What a nice guy, big <laughs> yeah, dude. What big a dude, yeah. big blue collar dude, smoking cigarettes. I could see where Mike gets it from, but what a nice guy. So I'm a big Bisbing fan. Yeah, and I do I do uh, normally listen to his podcast. Uh, I'm not sure why I didn't hear this one, but but uh, definitely. And and on Twitter, you got Tommy Toehold writing in, <laughs> I want Ray Longo to learn Japanese. I will pay for all his lessons. I want to hear Ray Longo yelling in the corner in Japanese. And he right. hashtags Invicta. They write back, and they say, we would watch this show. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm, I, told, I, I tweeted that. I'm game. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I will take that... Uh, I'd like to learn Japanese and start screaming in the corner in Japanese, but and I do my imitation now, but somehow I figure it wouldn't come across too good. Uh, <laughs> I kind of do it with Suzaki every day in the gym. I mumble crap to him, and he just nods his head and laughs and acts like I'm actually talking to him. It's they should film that and see what that looks like, you know. So you, know what's, you know what's weird when you talk, even like you're talking. I'm trying to get something across to Suzaki. You know what I mean? And he obviously doesn't get it. So what do I do? I start 
talking in Spanish to him. Like he's going to get that. Like I start coming up with words in Spanish. You get so frustrated. Right. You know, you just say anything. You, say you know, anything. like he's going to understand that. He doesn't understand English. So I move on to, you, you know. Move on to Spanish. Yeah. Trabajo. Right. Mas trabajo. You know, and I think, you know, and he doesn't know what the hell is going on. But Suzaki, what a good sport that guy yeah. is. I want to actually say always, that. He, I, he's always laughing. I got to tell you, the guy's a great guy. He does, I do believe the both of them get my sense of humor, which I'm, I'm finding fascinating. I, I don't know if it's, I, you know what I think? I think they laugh at my facial expressions. Yes. You, know? I, you emote. Yeah, I think they. Uh, Ray is an emoter. I got to tell you, they do something. But even Mizuki, no, I tortured Franco one day and she did an imitation of me torturing Franco. Like, oh, she doesn't funny. know what I'm saying. It's just but she funny. was doing my facial expressions. It, it's it's comical, but I, I love those two. I really do, and I just wish him the best. And uh, my heart goes out for Suzaki because I know he really wanted that win. He wanted to win. People in the gym wanted it yeah. for him. He he, he you know. definitely worked hard to to earn it. Um, it'd be interesting to see what happens with that whole division. But Tommy Toho, let's get it going. Get it going. Ray Longo learning Japanese. Me and Sarah. In oh. Japanese over in Japan. That's a show. You that's you know a, everything you and Sarah I gotta tell you, man, I stuck out like a sore thumb in Oklahoma. I wasn't, you know. <laughs> of course. Hey, where, where are you from, uh, Tulsa? <laughs> I said, I am from uh, Oklahoma City. I don't I don't De think so. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Tulsa, I think, is the state in Oklahoma that pays you to live there. They're offering people money. I want to say it's like twenty five hundred dollars to move there. I gotta tell you, I think I'm, I think I'm going. I, I couldn't I couldn't pay more than fifteen dollars for a meal, and it was that food. And was you good. tried? Oh, I tried. I was a big tipper in yeah, Shawnee, we'll Oklahoma. Of course, of course, it wasn't my money, but uh, <laughs> I couldn't even spend the food allowance. Yeah, you can get paid ten thousand dollars to work in Oklahoma for a year. So I was wrong. It wasn't twenty five hundred. It was more, but yeah. So Oklahoma I'm... trying to bring the people in. It was very, very nice. The Beautiful. people were great. Uh, you know, it was good. They fought. The arena was nice. Every, I tell you, everything was nice. It was really, I really had a good time. I met some people I never met before, you know, and I, when I took, uh, you know, Mizuki up to the stage to get weighed in, who do I run into? Elias Theodore, he's the yeah, ring card he, boy. He he's got his in. shirt off up there. Now he's awesome, man. I was taken by surprise. I said a couple of, curse words introducing myself to him and he thought <laughs> poor tj desantis was cursing the guy oh. that was announcing the way and it came, <laughs> I, I spoke so loud it came across on his mic that's what somebody told me anyway that's but. funny he was the ring boy He's, but he he wrote in also saying that his uh his hot take was that mizuki's head movement was amazing and uh he's only been with ray longo for just one camp he meaning you uh is a wizard and she's the winner tonight so that's a, a great shout out from elias He's yeah. um. I like that hashtag. Can't hit what you can't see. I thought her head movement was phenomenal. The fakes were great. She just and more than anything, her consistency and her awareness was was phenomenal. I mean, she didn't waver at all. You know what I mean? She stayed doing what she was doing, and that was it, man. I thought that was the biggest takeaway: is that you know she was relaxed, she was comfortable. Uh, she said she actually got tied, which I don't believe because she covered him. You know, she said, no, my, I wouldn't let nobody know, but she said, I did feel a little tired. I was like, really? You were like a freaking buzzsaw out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, 
Good night. Uh, it's a, a great, great, night great that time. You found great a way time to find something to adjust. Anyway. Yeah, and congrats to Win Victor. I thought again, I did. A, they did a great job. What do you? So when do you? When you go to different events, do you get ideas for, for the events you do? Uh, you know, it's funny you say that because I'm going to say normally no, but this one because it was like a smaller event, they did. Everybody kind of, I, I, I don't know if it's true or not, but they kind of model the UFC with the way they pick up people and do things. And uh, yeah, I, I was thinking about that, you know, the way they conduct the weigh-ins. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we have our way of doing it, but they do make it a little more glamorous, which I think is pretty good. You know, I thought they did a great job. It was like the UFC, but like smaller. That's great. And, yeah. and again, building that content. That's that's going to be the key, and that's what the UFC is basically selling to ESPN is that they have these contents, and I think that the more organizations are able to do that, that way when a Flow Combat or a, a Dazen um, is able to pick you up, you can say, yeah, well, you can get our show and all of this content we have, and that's a huge pickup for them. Yeah, I mean, look, it was a good card. It was an all-women's card, which is unusual, you know, at sure. that extent. And I thought they... They did. I tell you, those those girls came to fight, man. Well, yeah. is this like a feeder, like this? Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, this is a feeder into the. Yeah. I think it's like it's like the Ring of Combat for women. You know, it's a good feeder organization, and you know, if you can become a champion in there, you're getting into the UFC. And I think same thing that happens with the Ring of Combat. You build a nice little resume, and uh, yeah. So it's definitely a feeder organization. It's going to be interesting to see what what happens again with these with one championship. Interesting to see what Bell, how Bellator is going to react. They're the only ones who didn't have big news uh, in the past couple of months. So it'd be interesting to see how they what they do in 2019 to to uh, get higher up in the conversation. Um, one championship still modeling uh, that they kind of figured out weight cuts, uh, but. I was listening to uh, the Luke Thomas show the other day, and and interesting point that he made. He said, "Yes, I want that to be true. Also, the only difference is theirs are private; nothing's posted anywhere. So we just they had their weight cut system works. Okay, there's no yeah. real evidence to it. There's no way to to prove it. Right. So uh, so all their weight cuts are done in private, and uh, and they just say, yeah, the so and so made weight." Right. <laughs> so you don't really. When I was in Russia and overseeing, that's how they did it too. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, but that's just how it goes. And no, and yeah, no, in Russia, it's like, no, the guy's 147. No, no, I see it. It's 145. No, it's 147. No, oh yeah, you're right. It's 145. Well, it's Sorry. it's, it's, it's those it's... stories. I actually saw on one of the feedback things. Someone asked me if I had uh, Brian Olson writes in. Just want to wish ha uh, Steve a happy Veterans yes, Day. Thank happy. you for your service. Do you have any good military stories or advice for other veterans? One of the stories, I have some some good military stories, plenty of advice for other veterans. My advice for other veterans is similar to what Ray's advice was for uh, fighters. Have a backup plan. Yeah, have a backup plan and, and support each other because um, a lot of the things that I do for veterans, I was just down in Florida, spoke at the different VA centers and doing all that stuff. It's it, heartbreaking to me to, to, to see how happy they are to see someone like me because of how rare it is so yeah. veterans you gotta you gotta support each other you gotta show up for each other go visit each other give advice let them know that it's that it's possible when you share those stories when i share some of my stories brian when i do like my say pop story that i've given a hundred times over the past 20 years uh, for most people who haven't been in the military it's a funny story 
most of the people in the military have a story like it and it, and they they like to hear you from the outside come in and share those stories and say hey listen i went through what you went through uh and, and we can get up and, and keep going afterwards so that's my advice for them to help each other especially nowadays between uh, ptsd depression and 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 how quick uh how quick people are to write off veterans uh, definitely uh, uh you know the the veil of support the troops is really thin so help each other help each other out yeah, as I far see, i see that shifting a little bit though i, I know hope like so. even on the airplane any veterans get to board first i mean little things but a lot of people even when they were boarding Everybody started clapping. It, so, I mean, I think it's. You'll see, I see it on some, shift in a little especially bit. when you're when when you're uh, in some of the southern states. Yeah. You'll see a lot uh, uh, a difference. I think that the, in the northern states oh, we have true, we too, have yeah. to work on that a little. That was bit. Oklahoma. But but yeah. good uh, yeah. And, <laughs> no, and, but it was nice to it really was nice to see it really was. But it, you know it's funny and we've had this discussion. But you know, I had a buddy of mine come out of the navy, spent three years, and he said he was lost. He said he and he felt like now what. Like, what do I, I do? I went like, do the same that. thing. I, I agree. They almost 100%. need like a placement, like coming out of college where they place Just you somewhere. some sort or... of transitional, even some sort of transitional counseling. Because I, I think back in the day they came out and who was a gunner, who was this, but they had that, like they had a trade almost coming out. It you know was what I mean? Because back in the day, um, college wasn't so mandatory exactly I so think maybe you did you go to the yeah. college or the military right now it's you went to the military and when you get out the reason i had to keep going to school yeah is when i got out i had had my whole military resume which was super impressive a day before in the military the right. next day they're like great what's your degree in yeah. and and so i went i went from uh, from one day being in charge of as a as a 22 year old in charge of the world's largest nuclear area to a, basically a security guard right who you know who other you know i had generals calling me uh, steve to being pretty much considered a rent a cop and it's right, like right, and, right. and that yeah, transition uh, steve like, i don't think you put enough french fries in the <laughs> yeah exactly and it's like wait a second and uh, and I and I tried to help uh, share that with my brother also, and 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 uh, you know he's 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 kind of wishing he did things separately. Twenty four years in special ops it makes you really really popular in every base you go to. The second you leave, where's your college? Yeah. Thank you for your service. Where's your college? And so it, it help each other out, uh, Brian. And as far as stories, um, uh, amongst those stories are are are. T a lot, a lot of good ones, but for for me, the most part is remembering that uh, that most people don't leave the military. Ray mentioned his friend who was a Navy SEAL. That guy, it the what he learned there and what it it shaped him to be will never go away. Right, right. He will always be driven to help. He'll be driven more towards adrenaline things. He will always be driven that way, and it'll absolutely shape who you are and what you're about. 100% help each other out. Um, I like it. So as we, as, as before, before we go, I want to make sure that we mention uh, uh, when you, when you talked about setting up a, a, a side, a side uh, business, Conor McGregor apologizing for his Irish whiskey proper 12 uh, after the former UFC champion was unable to keep his product in stock in time for Thanksgiving. Apparently they went through a six month supply gone in 30 days. And that's uh, again, 
brilliant to have this kind of side stuff and this kind of side money coming in, even though I'm sure Connor's made plenty of money. Uh, but having these kinds of side businesses, our, our friend of the show, Ryan LaFleur, who was able to make a, a decision, say, you know, I think I might step away to have the, the reason he has that option is because he said, hey, I took my money that I was making, even though it wasn't, you know, these millions that other people were making, I was taking some my money and I was investing in real estate. I was buying homes, flipping them, renting them out. I have a gym. I have other sources of income. So he can make that decision. And so I think that more people learning from people like Ryan LaFleur uh, who are out there uh, building something for afterwards, even if you have an incredible career, it's going to be relatively short compared to everything else that you can do. So I think that uh, I think that having that in mind and, and, and keeping that uh, keeping that in mind as you go through your career is tremendous. And maybe the UFC or someone else, maybe a fighter wants to create a business in itself of, of how to help people financially yeah, plan. That's and, a really great idea. You know, right financially there. plan. and You know, they at the at those UFC summits, they bring in accountants and planners, and they do try to direct those guys how to set up LLCs or subchapter S corps. And, you know, they, they made an attempt to do it in-house too, just so these guys were squared away with stuff. But who listened, who knows? But I think they did, you know, give out some real solid advice. It's Back interesting because I'm sorry because yeah. years ago we were doing that also with the tennis um, groups as well. Um, Serena and Venus had, you know, branched out and they were good role models for that. But the lower group people just, you know, weren't making money at all. And and we were trying to convince them to try to do that. And so there was a push to try to help that group, you know, invest and and develop sidelines. Some of whom took the advice and some who didn't. It's interesting to see. You're going to see that split. And even in this entertainment business sport model, you're seeing that split. Misha Tate was just made of some sort of vice president that won championship. And, and she, the first thing she said, and I've heard her say this before on her podcast, where she says, you know, this, this kind of circusy, you know, crap show that's, that's this entertainment thing that's happened here in the, in the West hasn't really caught on. Uh, and the Eastern sports yet, and there's still is still a sport dominated by sport. It'll be interesting to see if they can maintain that once you know the UFC took a big turn when they were looking to get that four billion, and then when they got that four billion is when they took that turn. And so it's 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 great to say you're simple when things are simple, but when suddenly you're you're looking to pay back, you know tens and 20 millions of dollars or even billions of dollars then you just you have to put asses in the seats or at least convince people that you're putting asses in the seats it'll be right. interesting to see how that goes how'd bazooka's fight go i read right first of all bazooka's mindset is incredible right now good kid and uh, look if you're, I gonna, read if you're that gonna lose he... a fight lose it like that because it means nothing and the other guy grows i mean what's that guy going to show that fight to somebody like it does nothing for nobody. I had read. I didn't see it, and I read one person's take on it. Uh, some sports writer, uh, and it said, you know, it sounded like Bazooka dominated, and when he lost the decision, the sports writer said, "What's well, this one baffles me?" So I text Bazooka and said, "Hey, listen, uh, from what I read, it seems like you dominated and and didn't the decision didn't go your way. You know, you know, uh, stay strong or whatever else I wrote." He wrote me back. He said, "You know, I don't, I don't think I dominated. I think he beat me fair and square, and I, I learned some stuff, and yeah. and I have to go over this stuff. That kind of mindset, Doctor Sherry, you know, is my favorite. Yeah. Yep, 
No, yeah. he got held against the cage. So, you know, controlling wise, and I didn't see the fight, but I he probably lost. But I heard even <clears throat> the other guys. Fans were booing him. Like, it was that type. There was a lot of booing going on. There was a lot of so, booing yeah. because they, nobody likes that. that was I like, don't think Bazooka was hit at all. So It's got to be endlessly frustrating for Bazooka. And, but uh, that mindset, brother, I know that uh, you're gonna, it's great things are going to come from him. Happened to me today in the finals. Someone yeah, just held stuff. on for dear life. Man, that's uh, a, they're playing that point system, it's right? A game. And, it's, and, it is and a game at the end of the my, day. My a, coach yelling like a lunatic uh, at the other coach. Who was your coach? Fabio, you know Fabio. Oh, well, nice. Sorry. Yeah, so cool. Fabio yelling at the other coach, uh, this is this is how you guys want to win? This is what you teach them? The guy's hanging on for dear life onto my leg so I don't move and uh, and just taking, you know, the takedown points and just riding that out for five minutes is... is I think that sounds be, similar to what the other guy... It's riding out a five-minute point system was not fun, but I don't blame him, Dr. Sherry, after sees what I did to everybody else. I would hold oh, on no. to my legs too, but that's uh that's how that goes. Ray, buddy, welcome back, sir. Yeah, good to be back. Oh, welcome back. Let me see if we covered everything we got to cover aside from that pom pom hat, dude. Don't ever, Why? ever bring Why that hat into here hat like ever that? again, boy. That's a pom pom <laughs> on your head. We got a pom pom <laughs> on my your head. My head is very warm right now. Nah, really. bro, that's it. <laughs> It's it's many things, <laughs> not just warm. It's a millennial hat. <laughs> a millennial hat. Look, it know, looks like it Nick better. Diaz might come back and fight Jorge Masvidal at UFC 235, uh, and they've looks like they've set uh, at UFC 234 uh, Whitaker versus uh, Gaslam. So interesting things coming up uh, in the in early 2019. You're gonna have a happy Thanksgiving, brother. Do you get, are you going to get to relax a little bit? I'm relaxing, yeah. You know, I'm going to uh, just hang with the kids and the family for this Thanksgiving. But uh, And I'm going to actually go uh, visit my mother-in-law's in, mother in -law's in uh, rehab. She broke her hip, so she just got in there. So that's what we're planning on doing. Oh, shout out to your mother-in-law. Yeah. And, and then December comes around. You got this kid, Austin Halk. He, he's removed from the card. He's they didn't, they the didn't card. find him a, an opponent, which stinks, because I was looking forward to that. So let's cross that off. All right, so list. we'll cross that off. And whoever the opponent was going to be, you lucked out because that kid looks like a monster. <laughs> he looks like a monster. Uh, and, of course, December 15th. Yeah. Raging Al. He's going to bring the Raging Al to Milwaukee. He sure is. I'm looking Forward to the cheese and his fight. I mean, it's all gonna be good. It is. It is really funny how he's raging out, but he he's actually really he, he's really methodical, Exceeding really methodical. intelligent about his game plan, his strategy in and out of the octagon, and his uh, work and, ethic. And his work none. ethic's ridiculous. But and he is raging out, though. and he's ra the, like. Yeah. But the part look, that look, he's known uh, for. When he was on the show with. Um, Uriah Faber, he said at first, he goes, I don't know if the guy's going to shake my hand or kill me. You know I, mean? <laughs> I think that describes that exactly he, what's going it, on. It, it definitely clicks. And again, before we go, congratulations to Steamrolla. Steamrolla on his engagement, wishing you both yeah, a lifetime he's of happiness. Got a real, uh, real good girl there, too. I like her a lot. So congratulations to you, too. Congratulations, and as a gift, we got a pom-pom hat for you. Yeah. Don't ever bring that thing Boy, back. Boy, that's a pom-pom on your head. 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, folks, make sure you give us five stars uh, rating on iTunes, please. And uh, if you want to do some feedback, it's at MMAandBeyond.com. You could reach Ray Longo at Ray Longo MMA. And, of course, LongoandWideman.com. You can hear him on the Anik and Florian podcast uh, on Mondays. They usually post their podcast on Monday evening. Uh, John Anik and Kenny Florian. Of course, Ray Longo. It's the Ray Longo minute. You've never been on there for one minute. You're yeah. on there for a long time. My opinion, best I mean, part of the minute, whole podcast one would be an insult. Yeah, at this they, point. It's, it's, Imagine uh, they just the put the timer on. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't get. They one start in, clicking it down. I wouldn't get one insult. <laughs> no, off. no, nor they to you. I tell you. Even though it should have been the minute, I'd have a lot more Conor McGregor fans than I have now. <laughs> they would have cut me off. Right, right. <laughs> let you just have I'm an actually open blaming mic. them for that. See how, how many how many uh, people insta- you piss they're off. Instigate. Yeah, they're I think Anik said now. that once. He said, "Okay, Ray Long was on. Let me see how many people you yeah. can piss off this week." Yeah. I think uh, Lamonica <laughs> texted me. How many people? I go. Did I miss anybody? <laughs> Shout out to everybody, and don't forget onit.com/slash/mma beyond for your ten percent off. This is MMA Beyond. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>